Hello, everyone. Today I have a call with a gentleman from the UK, and he is creating an, a platform to sell uh, educational courses for teachers, mostly targeted towards students in the Middle East. Very complicated, but uh, the actual business is, is a little simple. We talk about EINs, the process of getting the EINs, how they're going to work practically, student visas, and uh, partnerships and things like that. So uh, I think it's a good call and you should definitely sit and watch through to the end. And uh, when, you're, when you're done watching and you're satisfied with everything, please give me that thumbs up and that subscribe button so that you can get all the new videos and that you can help me with my algorithms here, okay? So let's get to the call. Haven't done my taxes, I'm too turned up. Haven't done my taxes, I'm too turned up. Now, okay. now I'm sorry, now you can continue with your... Uh, um, what are you doing? A little overview. Yes, we're doing really well. Um, actually, um, I'm a teacher at the moment, and I've been teaching for uh, for a couple of years, years almost a decade. Um, and at the moment, uh, we were thinking of setting up a online tuition uh, center. So okay. uh, actually, a global uh, platform where teachers can come and they can actually advertise their courses globally, especially for the SATs. And, and what we have in the UK, uh, which is called IGCSEs and A-levels. And then these courses will be, up, uh, will be advertised and we will charge the, um, the teacher a certain uh, commission or fee. And they would work with us as on a freelance basis. Mm -hmm. And the idea was that we would register actually our company in Wyoming. And that's what we did. We applied for registration. Hopefully we'll get news on this in Wyoming. And even though I'm myself, I'm a Dutch national from Netherlands. Okay. Uh, I've, I've worked and lived in, in the UK and also in the Middle East. And most of my students will actually be from the Middle East um, because most of the students will have English as a second language. And we have a program where we prepare these students uh, for college and we make sure that they level is up to standard uh, with universities abroad. So what we did is we registered the company in Wyoming, um, of course, to uh, make sure that we don't pay taxes in place that we not, that we don't have any businesses running. I mean, I'm from, I'm from the Netherlands. I don't mind the Netherlands getting uh, my taxes, but it's, uh, I'm not doing any services within the Netherlands. And well, where do you only, live now? In the UK now. Okay, so I don't, I don't know if you. I think most of the European countries are territorial tax system based. So, you're going to you you just pay taxes where you're living, correct? I'm not I'm not an expert of that, but yeah, definitely, definitely, and I don't mind. But to, for the company to pay a corporate tax in, in in here in in the UK or in the Netherlands, I don't think it would be would be fair. Of course not. Well, I mean, what you're doing using the LLC sounds right. Uh, I mean, it sounds like a good idea. That's obviously what I'm talking about all day is why using an LLC is a great idea. Uh, another mm -hmm. uh, question though, so your plan, you're setting up more of a platform than like uh, individual edu programs. You're, you're more focused on the platform, correct? Yeah, well, we help teachers actually uh, with our platform to set up uh, the modules that they want to teach and make it more professional because you understand that most teachers, they they're quite good in their field and they, they're okay with teaching, but not so much with technology. So we prepare them and, and make them ready and give them the right training where they will be ready. And especially for the market that we're looking at is the Middle East. 
Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of students, you, you might have seen a lot of the students in the US there, they come to universities there, and they're very ill-prepared uh, for the courses there. Because I worked there for over six years there, and I have some connections, I understand that there's a lot of demand for it. So the idea was to get these courses running and everything ready, and then the teacher obviously will do his part of uh, lesson planning and, and actually giving the lessons in, in live sessions on Zoom or other conference calls. And we, we, we're working at the moment on making the on making the website and fixing the website. Okay. And and that's a, and it's a two member. We have a two member uh, uh, two member LLC. Okay. And uh, that's how we registered actually a day ago in Wyoming online. And and the the questions that we had is what forms do we need to have to file with the IRS? I mean your tax institution. And if I'm pronouncing some of the no, it's uh, fine. terms it's here, fine. it's different. The IRS is of course, uh, as we know, then the tax uh, the taxman here in the UK, and we need to make sure, even though. Um, as uh, as foreigners, non-US citizens and residents, uh, I understand from the website of this company agency that actually helped us register that we don't have to pay taxes, but obviously you still have to file your tax, even if you are not liable to pay tax, as I understand from the UK. But how is that in the US and how is this for our company? That's question number one. Yeah, so if you have a multi-member LLC in the U.S., you generally would have to file form 1065-1065, and that would be to report the results from the partnership. Okay, it's called uh, uh, 1065, yeah? Yeah. Okay, Uh, and this is, you you have to do this obviously uh, yearly, and what is the tax year for for you guys in in the U.S.? It's it's January 1st to December 31st, and the report the report would be due on March 15th of the 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 following year. On the following year. Yeah. Okay. Um, the second question I had was, um, do we do we have to pay tax? I mean, because most of our customers are non-U.S. citizens. If you have um, no, if you have no. Um, if you don't do business in the United States, you don't have an office or employees or anything, then uh, it's my general take that non-residents wouldn't have to pay tax on this income. Okay. Um, even if we're, we're, for instance, hiring freelance teachers from the U.S., because we might have some teachers from, from the U.S. teaching some of our courses, uh, and these will be teachers that will we'll give them, uh, they, they'll have to give us an invoice for the service. Yeah. Uh, let's say a course is 10 weeks and they will give us an invoice, how much they would want to charge us for this course. And we advertise the course and we pay them accordingly. It's so, probably yeah. it's probably fine not to do anything, but as your revenues go up, I would recommend having a, a study done or some kind of written advice showing uh, explaining why these aren't employees or why they're not dependent contractors, why they're independent contractors. So, you know, as your revenue grows and everything, I would recommend that you, uh, you know, confirm everything you're doing, you know? Hmm. Okay. Very good. And lastly, last question. Uh, no, actually I've got two more questions. Uh, what's the shortest time possible to obtain the EIN? Because this is the number that we need to set up a bank as well. Yeah, uh, very important bank number. Account. 
Um, uh, what's the shortest time, possible time that we can get this done? The shortest time is uh, same day, uh, instant, for if you have a U.S. tax ID. And if you don't, which you, I'm sure you don't, then no. you, uh, it's, they say five to seven days, but I've seen it been, it's been taking longer to request EIN from paper. And uh, if we have another shutdown, it might stop again because it stopped for a long time. They stopped uh, processing them for a long time during the shutdown for the, uh, the COVID mm -hmm. thing. And then now that uh, it's kind of back, uh, everyone's back working, they started mm -hmm. processing again, but I'm anticipating another shutdown even though the IRS will probably work from home. I don't know, it's, it's a mess over here. I understand. Uh, I've read somewhere that it takes sometimes months, I mean, up to six months. Can this happen as well? Or is this just an exaggeration of the real can, times? It, without, I mean, without it, the shutdown. It's supposed, uh, to take, it's, it's supposed to take five to seven days and you can call them and see what's going on. And when you call them, um, you know, they tell you, hey, we don't have it. Hey, we have it. I did some, I do some on paper for clients sometimes and they take, they, sometimes they take a really long time and the IRS says, oh, we don't have it. Oh, we didn't have it. Oh, we didn't, they just lose it or they never process it. And you end up submitting it a bunch of times and you get two EIN numbers. It's a mess. Hmm. But it's just because of uh, COVID-19, but before no, COVID-19. Was, it was always pretty, pretty messy. The COVID's made it really messy and, you know, they, they'll, if you do it right and submit it the right way the first time, they should get mm -hmm. it to you in, you know, five to seven days is what they say. And then you call and you ask them every day until they get it to you. Okay. Because without this number, we can't open a bank account in the U.S., can we? No. No. Okay. Uh, finally, the last question I had is that one of our members, we had two members, my colleague, um, he's thinking of going to the U.S. to study while obviously running the business uh, mm -hmm. for his uh, graduate education. Uh, is, that, is that going to be a problem, I mean, for, for us as a company or for him? Because we are a registered LLC and the whole reason that we're not paying taxes is because none of us is a U.S. citizen. What visa would he go holder. in? He would go on a, a student visa. Yeah, so generally student visas would keep you as a non-resident. You're not supposed to be working while you're in the U.S but it, mm. it's not going to make him like a U.S. resident and make your partnership with the pay taxes, but it does make it more complicated and it could be a little bit, it, it could expose you to some issues, but generally speaking, would, the would, yeah. would uh, it expose student visa. Him? Huh? Yeah, sorry. sorry to interrupt you, but would it expose him uh, in paying taxes or the whole company? If, if the IRS says that you get, that he's doing business, I mean, it's not, it's really low chance. It's really low odds that it's happening, but if the IRS says that he's doing business in the U S then mm -hmm. they would, uh, the partnership would be required to withhold taxes uh, for each of your proportional source of uh, percentage of the income. That's very good. Uh, James, I'm, I'm, I'm done. These are the questions I have. And okay. I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy with the service. It's really uh, straightforward oh. and, yeah, yeah, and definitely we might we might need you. I think after we settle everything and register. Hope you're happy. Uh, I'm, glad to, I'm glad to help. Yeah, if you uh, are you a client? No, not at the moment. Okay. Yeah. Um. No. Yeah, I'm definitely putting out, trying to put out more and more educational materials myself as to how mm -hmm. to do this better. So if you need me, if you want to put me on your platform, I'm happy to put more stuff together. You know, I love being on video. I do these calls all the time and I'm glad that you found the call useful.
Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. It's very good. Um, I just was worried about, because we chose Wyoming because of uh, the situation that, in, in that they allow you uh, to register a company without being a resident or a citizen. And, and, and I think this is a, this is a great thing. And, they, all, all states allow you to do that. It's not only in Wyoming, yeah? It's every state. Okay, so the advertising that we received was actually quite, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, last, last call, the, uh, the person I talked to in the last call that I just finished with um, paid for an item that they didn't need at all just because they, someone told them it was mandatory. And uh, I guess you guys opened it. It's fine. A Wyoming LLC is good. It's like the, I use Delaware because of different reasons, but Wyoming is perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. Yeah. Thank you very much, James. Uh, it was a pleasure to uh, meet you and uh, I hope we can work together in the future. Likewise, just to confirm, I'm going to put this video on the YouTube channel. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Best of luck to Bye. you. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Okay, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that, that call. Uh, more, another call with another gentleman who has some nuanced questions and it's crazy how everyone's doing similar businesses and everything has its own unique twist to it. Every call has their own little unique pers uh, perspective or twist. And it just makes all these calls interesting. And it makes me happy to keep doing them and to keep helping people. So uh, I hope you liked the call. Please uh, give me that thumbs up if you haven't done it yet. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And also, um, if you want to have a call with me, you can schedule it in the description below. It should have all the details to so schedule your own call with me if you want a private call, or if you want to be featured on my YouTube channel. Okay, so I look forward to talk to you soon. And thanks for watching. Till the next video.